You are now listening to The Dignified Delinquents Hey, we just young, gifted, and black I knew you was gonna say something crazy, man I knew it was coming And if your ass ain't laughing You the one with the problem <laughs> Yep, it's your boy Jared the Great You are tuned into another episode Of The Dignified Delinquent Now, notice I said delinquent I did not say delinquent And we gonna talk about it on this episode Because everybody that got fired You hear me? I let everybody go uh, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it some more. Um, this episode is brought to you by Crown Royal Apple. If you want to move for a nice alcoholic beverage, be sure to go get you some Crown Royal Apple. And always remember to drink responsibly. If you're drinking and driving, pull over and have sips. You hear me? But yeah, man. So it's it's just me. It's a, it's a lot going on, and we're gonna we're gonna tackle it. I know it's been a minute since we did an episode. And I'm saying we because I'm so used to saying we, but now I got to start back saying me and I and my and, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, I know it's been a minute and we we experienced some some hiccups on the show. Um, we had to do some reformatting. And but before we get into that, let's do some homework, man. I want to give a shout out to all of our platforms that are holding us. Um, shout out to SoundCloud. Shout out to Spotify and shout out to Apple iTunes and Apple Podcasts. You can listen on either one of those platforms. Tell your friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to listen on one of those platforms. You can also follow us on social media, man, on Facebook at The Dignified Delinquent and also on Instagram at The Dignified Delinquent. That's delinquent with no S. <laughs> um, so we're going we gonna to get into it, man. So y'all notice I'm here by myself and... I I know if, if you're uh if you're a regular delinquent, and we call I call delinquents people who listen to the show faithfully. If you if you're a delinquent, um you know that this show if you, I mean like if you're a real delinquent you know that this show, um this is probably the third fourth change that this show has went through, and I can guarantee you this is going to be the final change that this show is going to go through. Um so if you remember maybe a year ago maybe a year year and a half ago going on two years. We it was me, D, Breeze, and then you know we we stopped together. Then it was just me. Then it was me and Dwayne, aka the Beard Guy. Shout out to him. Then we brought D back on with us, and then now it's back to you know Jerry the Great. Um, shit, that made me question: Am I difficult to work with? <laughs> like, like, say, no, I'm joking. I, I know I'm not difficult to work with, and and there's a reason. There's a reason why. The show is just me now, and the structure of the show is going to change a bit. Um, so, I mean, if, if you're a fan of me, I think that you will enjoy the show. If you were tuning in to listen to anybody else, uh, I think that you got to stay tuned and be prayer to what they're doing. Um, so, in a nutshell, Dwayne and D, Miss Carter, AKA, and AKA the Beard Guy, they're no longer co-host on the dignified delinquents now i'm saying they're no longer co-hosts co-host is when you have a permanent seat on the show and you come in every week or however whenever we do the show you are a permanent member of that show Dwayne and d are no longer co-hosts of this show if you follow us on instagram you saw that we did a little shout out farewell to Dwayne. um and then if you know miss carter you know miss carter 
So, in a nutshell, we mutually decided that it wasn't working out. Mutual, I would say mutually. It's I think it started with Dwayne, and I'm gonna be as transparent as I can be, and I think that he will he would appreciate my honesty, and I think that he would say the same as well. Um, so with Dwayne. We, when he and I were doing the show by ourselves, the show was more so of a debate conversational show. It was me and him talking about topics and saying our, our opinions about said topics and debating on those topics. And we did that for like an hour, 25 minutes, hour on end. Um, we, we felt that we needed, you know, a female to come onto the show. So when D joined us again, the show kind of went back to what it was with me, D, and Breeze um, when the when the show had a little bit more structure to it um, in the sense of we had segments and we would talk about stuff. And the feedback that I got from a lot of people was that, you know, it doesn't feel like a podcast. It feels more so like a radio show. It feels like a radio show. Like, I feel like I can listen to y'all's show when I get up in the morning and go to work or when I'm driving home from work, it gives me a Steve Harvey, Breakfast Club, Ricky Smiley, Tom Joyner kind of feel. And, you know, that's that's kind of what we were going for. But at the same time, it's not because we're on a different playground. So, so but I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed doing the show as if, with all that structure with those different segments. So with Dwayne... Dwayne had a segment called What the Hell. I, I gave him that segment one day. We were just on the show, on on doing the show, doing the episode. And I was like, I'm gonna name that, I'm gonna name that What the Health. And we're gonna give you a segment called What the Health. And I think that What the Health was a great segment. However, comma, I have to I have to take account into what people are saying about the show. Because if you're giving me feedback about the show, that means that you're listening to the show. And I want to keep you listening to the show. And I don't know. I, I think the way that I think. The beer God thinks the way that he thinks. D think the way that she thinks. So for us, the show was working. But if someone on the outside who's listening saying, hey, you know what I mean? I like the show, but. XYZ and and more than one one person is saying that you got to kind of listen to the feedback because if that if that's the case people are tuning in listening to whatever they want to hear and then tuning out but in my in my in my opinion I don't think that anyone cared about the analytics other than me on the show and I'm not saying that to slight anyone either you know I I think that we had fun when we came together we did the show we drunk our drinks, we talked, we laughed, we hollered sometimes, and we, you know, they went home, I had to do some editing on the back end and so forth, so I think that it was fun to break up the monotony of your work week to do that, however, comma, from my perspective, this show can be bigger than what we're doing in my office or in someone's living room, like this could be a show that people pay us to do, like we can, we can get paid. For real, to do this show. If enough people listen, we can then get real sponsors. The sponsor ain't got to be whatever the hell we drinking that day. <laughs> we we can go and get some real sponsors who will pay us to do the show. And then you can turn this, this say, vacation into your vocation. Because, you know, you're paying attention to the numbers. 
So I think that I was the only one who were, who was really paying attention to the numbers. And granted, I was the only one who probably had access to the numbers. But it's a simple question of asking what we looking like number wise. And of course, I'm transparent with my team. But so so I'm saying that to say from feedback I was getting, I was I was being told that what the health was a segment that was kind of bringing the show down, not in the sense of it was sad, but more so in the sense of the the, the energy of the show from start to up until what the health was high, was laughing and joking and nothing was too serious and someone would say a side thing or whatever and then we'll get to what the health and it will kind of bring the show down and and i observed that myself like i said it's not a bad thing it's just that you know when you're talking about health and mental health and wellness and so forth you got to kind of you got to kind of do it in a way where it's it's entertaining for this kind of platform now if you have a show like oprah show or like a dr phil or like a Dr. Oz, Oz, just using those as an example, no one's expecting to go into that show to listen to someone tell a joke. You know, they're expecting to listen to that podcast for their health awareness, their, you know, their inspiration, or whatever the case may be. So I understood what what individuals were saying um, about said segment and that it can bring, the, and that it was kind of like bringing the energy of the show down. Um, so what we did was we moved that segment to the end of the show. <laughs> Excuse me. We moved it to the end of the show, and my hopes was that, okay, we put it towards the end of the show, so we end on a positive, healthy note, and then if you're not really a fan of that segment, you're not going to tune out of the show at, say, minute 30. We'll get you for an hour 15, and then those last 15, if we lose you at then, that, that's cool because our numbers are doing well. Um, we're yielding an hour and 15 per device per listen. So that's good. And I, and honestly, that was working. Honestly, that was working. But, you know, Dwayne expressed to me that he felt as if me putting his segment towards the end was kind of, you know, sliding him. And I, I, I also, and I, I'll be honest and say that, say that I did this, I also made some changes in the in the fact of, you know, if we have a similar idea, like if me, me and someone on the show agree with something, it's not necessarily worthy to spend five to seven minutes debating about it if we agree. You know, so a lot of times we were, we were wasting time on the show um, disagreeing on our agreement, if that makes sense. Um, so I kind of I laid that out. I was like, listen, you know, for example, when we do... When we do um, the Demis Carter letter, nine times out of ten, it's a letter about a relationship and so forth. Nine times out of ten, <coughs> excuse me, the guys on the show are going to agree. So, with that being said, because Miss Carter is going to read the letter and give you the female perspective, and then I'm going to respond to the letter with a comedic perspective. I don't think that all three of us needs to res- need to respond to the letter. I think that it should be more so Carter reads the letter. She gives the, the, the serious female perspective from her point of view. And then I read the letter and give you the male perspective, but also make it funny. <clears throat> and I say, you know, everybody else, you know, just chime in as needed. I think that, you know, and I don't, I don't want to say I think I know that 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 didn't that didn't go over too well with the beard guy and that's and that's cool 
but like I said, we we were doing pre meetings, you know, and you you talk about all that in the pre meeting. You want to talk about all that stuff in the pre meeting, and then you go and do the show, and then in the post meeting, you talk about how you felt about the show. And like I said, I think that me being transparent, he would he would he wouldn't dispute what I'm saying because. You know, I don't think that it's, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. The way that the way that he felt about the show and his and his position in it, I think that everyone has the right to their feelings, um, and the right to protect their peace. So honestly, Dwayne came to me. We the on, after after our last show, we had Breeze come in, um, and it was a, it was numbers wise, it was a great show. So Dwayne came to me after that show. Uh, maybe two or three days later, he well, he sent me a text. He didn't come to me. He sent me a text. <laughs> My good brother sends me text. He sent me a text, and he, he let me know um, basic, basically that he was leaving the show. He he said, you know, I'm you know I'm kind of you know I, I feel as if my voice is being taken away. Um, I feel like I'm not being used on the show. I feel like you know my segments being cut. I only got one segment, and it got cut. The last, the last episode, he was like, so, you know, I, <clears throat> I just feel it's best that I leave the show. And I, I was like, you know, I, I, I'm not going to fight you on that. I think, you know, if that's, if that's, if that's your decision, I mean, he's, he said it before and we talked about it and then he's like, yeah, okay, I'll stay. But this time around, I kind of felt that I was like, you know what? That makes sense. That make, that makes sense because, you know, if that's how you feel, I'm not going to convince you otherwise because I. Where yeah, you only had one segment, and I don't, I didn't see or foresee um, new segments being created at that time. Um, but I think that he was a pivotal part in in um, chiming in, and I don't want to say chiming in, but he was a pivotal voice on the show because he had a different opinion than everyone else when it came to things such as religion and diet and fashion. <coughs> Excuse me. He had a um, a different opinion than everyone else, so I, I thought that he was a great asset on the show. Um, however, comma I do I can't understand him saying, you know, I feel like my voice was bigger and my voice is getting smaller and smaller, and I can kind of see that as well. So I can respect him saying, hey, you know, I think I'm going to separate myself on the show and just go ahead and you know I, I'll be a guest uh, because honestly I think that I think that that was best because I was teetering, you know, maybe maybe this ain't for Dwayne because you know we're trying to figure out. We're trying to figure out the way to make this to make this show mold and go to the next level, um, but we just can't get it. And and the same thing with um, you know our other co-hosts. Um, I think for her it was fun. It was fun to come in and do, and fun to come in and just you know drink and laugh and like I said break up that monotony of the work week. But at the same time, no one's gonna take what you what you're passionate about as serious as you. So, and I, and like I said, I'm not throwing, like I said, I, I'm not throwing, I just want to give the full story of what happened. Like last time I didn't do that when, you know, when it was me, Breeze, and D. This time I want to do that because the show is going in a different direction. And I want, I want the listeners to be aware of that. I don't think that, you know, no one's going to go as hard for your passion or your dream as you are. So you have to protect your dream and you have to go hard for it. And and I you have to understand that it's your dream and not everyone is gonna be as passionate about it as you are. <laughs> to some people it is just coming and having a drink and laughing and you know doing the show. And it, it may be maybe extremely fun, but 
what what people don't know is that you have to prepare for a show. You gotta you gotta especially a show like we were doing. You have to find the celebrity news. You have to find those letters and and reach out to people to send you letters or or promote the show so people can listen to the show. <clears throat> um, and you know I think I was carrying that load. Um, and one thing that I that I dislike the most, one thing that I dislike the most when it comes to personalities, if you're an entertainment personality, you need to sound like you know what you're talking about. That and and because we're a small podcast located in Jacksonville, in my home office or in someone else's um, living room, we can get away with not sounding like we don't know what we're talking about. But a real person, let Wendy Williams go on, go on air and her sound like she doesn't know what she's talking about. Like, well, I heard and, uh, <coughs> excuse me, I heard this and allegedly that and I, well, no, I heard this and then it, it, it kind of contradicts itself. So that's one of my pet peeves um, from someone who got their degree in communications. You need to know. And if you don't know, you need to say allegedly. And if you know who's and if you and if you're gonna say allegedly, say according to the 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 shade room, Ti allegedly slept with Tiny. Whatever, like whatever, the, whatever the story is, you have to know that. Um, and I don't think that I don't think that my point that I was getting across to him was was driving home. So, um, it is is it, you can't just show up for this kind of show. You know, what I mean, mentally in my mind, I'm planning all week for a show. You can't just show up on Thursday and like, okay, let's go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna look at the news real quick right now, and I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna go on the go. Um, th- but you know, like I said, no one's gonna go as hard as hard for your dream as you are. So, like I, everything I'm saying is not a slight to anyone. I think that it's it's more so me being more passionate about my dream, and and you know, me trying to go harder for my dream than, any, than anyone else. And you know, I, you know, they, I think they gotta understand that. You know, I don't think that I think that if Dwayne wanted to start a vegan restaurant, that's my that's my fraternity brother. I'm gonna support him to the fullest. He can't expect me to go as hard as he's going to go to start that restaurant. I think that if D wanted to start her own hair business or let's say grills because she got grills, if she wanted to, if she wanted to start her own grill business where she can make you a grill. I support her to the fullest. I'm there when she need me to do something, but she cannot expect me to go as hard for her <clears throat> as she has to go for herself. So it's the same thing with this podcast. Like I said, it's all love across the board. I was joking about everybody got fired. Nobody got fired. We all just mutually decided that, you know, it's it's a better fit to just, you know, take it a different direction because the level I'm trying to take the show to um, isn't necessarily something that that they want to be a part of, um, and not that they necessarily don't want to be a part of, but it's different. It's change, and I I get that. I get that. You know, so I want to give a shout out to Carter, Miss Carter, aka No Weezy, and um, excuse me as I take a sip, and um, Dwayne Anderson, aka the Beer Guy, man, and they and don't don't get it twisted. They will be back on the show, like they'll come back. <laughs> As guests, so yeah, I gotta y'all gotta excuse me too. I I called a I woke up yesterday, my whole voice was gone. I was like, how the hell that happened in July? <laughs> I woke up, I, I went to work, and half my voice is on the dresser still. I, 
I was sounding like the mama off of Daddy's Little Girls. I am dying, Monty. <laughs> they buried her in two days, too. I don't know if anybody noticed that. Black people don't get buried that quick. It takes about at least a week for all the family to come in town. But no, they, they'll be back on the show um, with, the, with, the new, with the new format of the show. And, and that, what that new format is going to look like is this. So the show is going to be The Dignified Delinquent. Hello, it's me, The Dignified Delinquent, a.k.a. Jerry the Great. And, and well, let me, let me step back. Let me say this. So my my ultimate goal is to be a pers- a personality, whether that be on radio, on television, on podcast, on vlogs, <clears throat> whatever the case may be, it's to be a personality. Um, whether that's whether that's me hosting a show or interviewing people and so forth. So I first want to give a shout out to Comedy Hype News. Um, Comedy Hype News is an urban news network. You can follow them on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and they have a website, ComedyHypeNews.com. <clears throat> and Comedy Hype News does a great job of keeping you up to date with all things urban com- comedy. So if you know me, you know that I am a huge fan of comedy, especially urban comedy. <clears throat> and that's one of the things that, that we're going to do on this show. So... I recently became a contributor to Comedy Hype News for the Jacksonville, Orlando area, basically from, basically Florida. If something's happening in Florida comedy-wise and I can get there, I I will be there. So, for example, um, Tommy Davidson is coming to Jacksonville to the Comedy Zone. We're We're working to set up an interview with Tommy Davidson. Now, I interviewed Tommy Davidson on the Dignified Delinquents, Comedy Hype News can take this interview and use it on their website. So we're kind of helping each other in a sense um, where I'm contributing content to them while also using their platform to kind of get some celebrity interviews in and so forth. So that's what the, that's what the Dignified Delinquents is going to kind of turn to. It's going to go more so to a not more so of an interview kind of show, but a conversational show. You know, I think that you can go anywhere and get your celebrity news. You can do that. <coughs> Excuse me. At any time of the day. You can go. You can listen to Steve Harvey in the morning and get your little strawberry letter in. You can do that. You can do that. You can go to the Breakfast Club and listen to Angela Yee. You know, um, Angela Yee talk about it. So so it's certain things that, you know, you can. I, we're not losing because you can find it anywhere. I just want to get back to having conversations with people and just having conversations with y'all and tell, and getting more personal with y'all. I, telling y'all more about me and being funny with it. I know that this this show is kind of more so like informative, but that that's really the goal of the new dignified delinquents. I so you know I don't I don't want you tuning in <clears throat> to hear a, a letter. I want you tuning in to hear to hear thorough. And deep and meaningful, meaningful content. Left my ing off. Meaningful content. As I sip on this crown apple. You ever just get something in the back of your throat, like a little, and it itch too. And I don't want to be the person on the on the microphone doing the <coughs> shit. That's your itch. 
but I want you to tune in and get meaning meaningful content. Um every week or every other week. So I think me doing it by myself is beneficial because I can work on my schedule and we don't have to work with, we don't have to work on anyone else's schedule. That's a benefit. And I also think that, you know, it's a lot of outlets to get news. Now we still gonna talk about stuff. You know what I mean? We it just won't be as formatted. It just won't be every week you tune into the show, you know what's gonna happen, when it's gonna happen and how, at what time period. It's it's just gonna be a little more loose, a little more fun. I'm going to try to get Veronica in here on one of these days to talk about this wedding that's coming up that's costing costing me more money than I wanted it to. The wedding. Listen, let me tell you something about weddings. <coughs> I mean, I'm just going I'm just going to keep it a thousand. All a wedding is, like the like the reception, that's just that's just a big ass party. Like you we're paying for people to come have fun with us. That's that's really what it is. Cause we can we can really do this shit in the backyard. You know? But like but then again, I'm not and I'm not saying that from her perspective, because shit, I want I want the reception too, nigga. I want y'all to come see me too. <laughs> shit, they they come with a see Otis, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, they they come with, nigga, I'm I'm David Ruffin. You hear me? But all the wedding is so, and it's and it's the crazy thing is like people be hitting me up who I ain't heard from in years. Like when I say years, years with four s's, years. I'm talking about yeah, I ain't get my wedding invitation. I said, girl, they must have shot the mailman. <laughs> they, you ain't seen on the news the mailman got shot. That's what your invitation. He had your invitation in his bucket. So don't do that, man. If if you know somebody who's getting married. Don't 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 um don't ask them about the invitation and shit. Wait till they ask you for the for your address. <laughs> if they don't ask you for your address, just know that you ain't coming. <laughs> for real, they get on my nerves. I'm, I got messages in my phone. I ain't even open because I know what they're saying, and I'm not good at saying no either. Like I'm not, and I can I can honestly say that. I, I'm not good at saying no. Like I'm, I, I, I'm not. I know that, and I need to work on that. I, I take. I'm, I care about your feelings too much. Well, most people, a lot of people that I know, just don't give a damn about you. I care about your feelings too much. But back to what I was saying. So that's what the, that's what the show is going to turn into. More so of a of a not necessarily dialogue, but a, a in depth conversation with great content. And great stories and so forth that people care about and people want to hear about. So, then that then that's just working with and that's just me becoming a person, becoming a personality. My fiance told me the other day that I was hard to work with. She said that I was um I, I micromanage, and I may some people, some things, some things like like I said, you got to protect your dream, man. Like you got to. Ain't nobody going to go as hard for you as you're going to go. And I've always been a person like, I'd rather do it so I know that it gets done the way that I want it to get done. You know what I mean? Which isn't the best way to go when you're working with a team, and I can realize that. But, <coughs> you know. But that's it, man. I'm going to let y'all get out of here for this week. It's your boy, Jared the Great. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, at the Dignified Delinquent. No S, the Dignified Delinquent. And if you can't spell that, Google it. Have a safe week. Y'all be blessed, man.